You there, Mark? Hey, should we be expecting more yawns from you than usual? Possibly. We're recording a bit later than usual, so I might get a little bit sweepy, but we're going to power through. I'm also very full right now, so that could also contribute to sleepiness. So is you being full tied to you being late? Yes, it is. So I have another installment in the Grant accidentally cooks way too much food because he's not a responsible enough adult yet to notice how much food he's cooking until it's all done. Um, Because tonight I've been like really craving some like just like some chicken fried rice. And it's like that's something that's super easy to make. Mm-hmm. And like I'm smart enough to make that. I know I am. And so I was going to make some tonight. So yesterday I went to the grocery store, got some chicken. And then, like, some of, like, the veggies and stuff that I was going to need. And then tonight I got done with work and I worked out after work. And then I came home and I started making it. And I kind of noticed, well, my first key that I was going to be making a lot more food than I was thinking was the fact that so about two, like, a, the smallest pack of chicken breasts they had, which was two chicken breasts, because they were on sale, mm-hmm. except... They're freaking gigantic chicken breasts. I didn't notice it until I, like, took them out of the package and started, like, chopping it up in little chunks. Mm. But, like, so it was one package with two chicken breasts, and it was over three pounds. (laughs) Okay, that's pretty big. I was going to say that regardless, two chicken breasts is still, like, a good amount. But that's, yeah, that's pretty ridiculous. So there was that, and then I was like, well, lordy, like... If I'm going to have so – because I was like, I'm going to make one chicken breast tonight and then have dinner tonight and lunch tomorrow and then do the other one tomorrow. And so then I was like, okay, well, I got to like up some of the ingredients that I'm putting in to like balance out all this chicken. So without really thinking, I like made a bit more rice than I was planning um, and like put in like a little bit more veggies and stuff. So then I'm cooking along. And this and that, adding things to the walk. And then I dump in the rice. Then it hits me. Dear Lord. <laughs> my walk is filled to the brim. And, like, all the ingredients in the walk are very balanced. Like, there's good ratios of, like, chicken to veggies to rice and everything. But, like, I have an entire, like, I have, like, four meals of fried chicken or of chicken fried rice right now and I have a whole nother chicken breast to make the same amount again and I'm going out of town in like two days so I need to like do something with that chicken breast I just threw it in the freezer because there's no way I'm going to be able to cook it before I leave yeah unless I eat like a monster for the next two days hmm but yeah so hey if you want some fried rice I could mail you some well no but also, two follow-up questions. Yes. The main follow-up question is, this does not at all explain why we're recording so late. <laughs> okay, I'm a slow cooker, especially <laughs> when there's, like, things that come up, like, it took me so long to chop up that chicken breast in, like, little bite-sized chunks. Yeah. No, like, I-, I understand that, but still. 
and then I was like, well, now I got to figure out something to do with this other chicken breast. So I like debated what to do with it for a while. And then I had to go back and rewash my cutting board so I could go back and chop up veggies again. Cause I noticed I needed more veggies to counteract this chicken that I was cooking. And so there was like a number of steps going on there. And also like, I didn't start until like seven forty-five. And then that just, like, took a while. And then I ate it, and I was just, like... When I texted you, the, like, second delay is when I, like, was in the middle of eating, and I was noticing, like, I'm going to need to, like, take a break for a sec after I finish (laughs) eating. It's like... (laughs) I'm going to finish what I put on my plate because I'm part of the Clean Plate Club, but also, like, I'm going to be full. Like, real full. Yeah. Also, there's a thunderstorm going on right now where That's I'm exciting. at, and so I wanted to look at the thunder, or not look look at the thunder, look at the lightning for like ten minutes. Okay, I'll accept your explanation, even though it's still not <laughs> very good. <laughs> okay, later we'll hash out this whole timeline so you understand why no, it's... it's not it's not necessary. No, we're hashing it out. No, later. we're not, Grant. We're not. We're not going to make listeners listen to this, but it's getting hashed out, Mark. No, it's not. You're going to get sleep, and you're going to ha- be in a better mood tomorrow. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, second follow-up question, where are you going? Uh, work trip, going to a conference for work. Mm-hmm. It's going to be super fun. Where? By super fun, Ohio. Where in Ohio? I don't know. <laughs> like Cleveland or Cincinnati? <laughs> yeah, one of the two. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm so prepared, All which right, is great. why, which is why we're recording tonight instead of tomorrow night, because I need to prepare tomorrow night. Yeah, that's fair. It's like a go and learn about stuff conference, not a like I need to do anything there conference. So okay, like it's not like I have a presentation or something that like I'm not prepared for. Yeah, you just got to be, be ready to travel. Yeah, I just have to travel and then absorb knowledge like a sponge. No doubt. I'm a master at that, bro. I'm a wizard at absorbing that knowledge. Just bring some fried rice for the plane. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm probably going to have fried rice that morning for breakfast before I fly out. So. Hey, it works. Because I got to eat it up. Yeah. Or put it in the freezer, but that just sounds sad. It's been so long since I've made fried rice. It's It's definitely my favorite thing to make, and it's the only thing that I still remember how to make from various... Uh, FCS classes in middle school. <laughs> that's the one that stuck with me, and I can make really good fried rice. I just never really feel like doing it because you just need a lot of extra stuff. Do you? Well, as in, like, I don't cook with the sort of things that I would use to make fried rice typically. Okay. So I'd have to go out and get soy sauce and sesame oil at a minimum. Yeah. And then you, you need don't to get just have sesame oil. No, because I haven't used it for anything. Like, in my normal day-to-day cooking, I use olive oil. Okay. Like, that's just what fits with the dishes that I make. Yeah. See, I just, like, have sesame oil on hand so I can just huff it whenever I want. Because I freaking love the scent of sesame oil. It's one of my favorite scents in the whole world. I like sesame oil a lot, too. It just doesn't fit with the boring meals that I make day after day. Yeah. (laughs) Which involves olive oil. It can be a very overpowering flavor, too. And that, yeah. And it's expensive. So, but yeah, so it's just like, I I do really like making it. I just don't. And also, I also, I always make too much as well, which is not like inherently a problem, 
but you know yeah it would have been fine for me if i didn't have a second chicken breast and travel <laughs> coming yeah. immediately I feel you. I you can't that. just keep freaking raw chicken breasts in the free- fridge forever, right? You can't, right? Right. <laughs> okay, good. Just wanted to double check that one. Even less so after you pierce the package and just, you know, it's out in the open air for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't go well. Yeah, it didn't help that I went to the bathroom before and didn't wash my hands. <laughs> That's a joke, Mom. I washed my hands, I promise. I always do. (laughs) My mom doesn't listen to this podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, I know. (laughs) There's no way. (laughs) I would have told you about that long ago. Yeah. I think that would be hilarious, though. That would be hilarious. I think she would just laugh at it. She'd be like, oh, you're such a silly child. I don't think my mom would like this show. I don't think she'd enjoy it. Yeah. But My mom likes she... Ohak. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Like she'll she'll ba- she'll pick and choose. Like she she didn't listen to the Star Wars episode. Okay. Now I'm offended. But that's okay. It's not because you were on it. Also talking to your mic more. Okay, I'm sorry. But not when you're yelling. Oh, I've been you're meaning, so I've been picky, meaning, Mark. No, I've been meaning to have this intervention for about four weeks because it's been really hard to edit for the past four weeks, and then I just kind of forget the day of. Okay. Your microphone discipline has been terrible. <laughs> See, honestly, I don't feel like it's been that bad. It's just that I'm like a, I'm like a good symphony orchestra. I have just a <laughs> large range of dynamics. Okay. It actually reminds me, I've been listening to... Uh, my my most recent work playlist that I've had on Shuffle is just all John Mackey pieces. Oh, that's been a nice nostalgia trip. Yeah, from all the Mackey we played in high school. Oh gosh. Uh. Yeah. Recently at work, I was listening to music, and I came across an album that I thought I deleted from my phone long ago. It was the Kiss Me Kate soundtrack. Oh, from, that's a real throwback. Yeah, from when we were in high school and we were both in the pit orchestra for that. And I downloaded the soundtrack to it because I wanted to listen to the music more. Also, so I didn't have to actually learn the music. <laughs> I feel like, I, I mean, I remember, I mean, I wouldn't know anything about the show now. I know the broad strokes of it, but I have no memory of any songs anymore. But I remember by the, you know, by the time that the run was actually starting, you know, you and Matt and I could mouth basically any line on command to each other in the middle of the show. Yep. <laughs> and <we> often did. <laughs> yeah. That was a good show to be in a picket, put uh, a playoff for Mark. It was a lot better than Joseph. Yeah. It was good because it was one of those shows that like, because it was... It was based, it was like a playception of like Shakespeare or something. Yeah. And so there were a lot of like crude jokes in it, types of jokes that high school actors don't get. So they didn't deliver them right. So like <laughs> it took like 45 viewings to get all the jokes. Well, yeah, they didn't, they didn't get, always get the depth of the jokes. It's not like chorus line. Yeah. Where they were, they were all too aware of the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good times. Anyway, I feel like we shall move on to your comic now, if that's okay with you. We shall. I brought a brand new comic to the podcast this week. Ooh, Invisible Bread by Justin Boyd. Oh, Lord, are you really testing me here? Okay. So, this comic is titled, Being a Passenger in Someone Else's Car. Sometimes. So, it shows a car driving down a road, approaching a, what I assume to be an intersection, and there is a white line which is where you're supposed to stop at the red lighter stop sign and the car is approaching it. And in front of that line, between the car and that line, there is a zone labeled Pure Terror. And I messed this up already. Yep. (laughs) I went out of order. (laughs) Just keep going. Just keep going. Forge ahead. The side of Pure Terror nearest to the car is labeled where I would usually start to hit the brakes. And the line at the end of Pure Terror is labeled, where the driver starts to hit the brakes. Wow. I know listeners will understand what this comic is showing right now. Would you like me to try and summarize? (laughs) This one's hard, yes. You have a car on the left, driving towards the right. Closer to the car, it says, where I would usually start to hit the brakes. Beyond that line, closer to the intersection is where the driver is going to start hitting the brakes, and the zone in between is pure terror. Yep. See, you you read more from, like, the top down on the comic, and I kind of went top to bottom and back to the middle, and it didn't work. <laughs> no, that's, it's weird how that works, huh? <laughs> it's almost like the like the comic artist designed it. In a way that you would read it top to bottom and it would make sense. And then I just ignored all of that and did it my own way. Well, you know what they say, the best laid plans. Mice and men. Yeah. Well, anyway, I was just I was just curious in general how much you like empathize or feel for this comic. Is this an experience that you have? Um sometimes. It depends who I'm riding with. Like, it really depends on if I trust the person I'm riding in the car with. Like, Mm -hmm. if you're the one driving, I'm probably not going to have this reaction because, like, I know that you're a good driver. And so, like, I'm sure you're not going to kill us. Or I'm fairly confident you're not going to kill us. So, like, (laughs) meh. Let's just stick with trust as the the acting (laughs) verb here. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, there's definitely sometimes when I'm in the car with someone who I know is a bad driver, and I'm just, like, but the difference is I don't have this, like, zone of pure terror. It's just, like, the whole road is pure terror because I just, like, don't trust this person as a driver. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, one day I went to lunch with a coworker, and they were driving, and... From the second they pulled out of the parking spot, I was just like, oh, no. This is this person learned how to drive in the Chicago area. And they only know how to drive 
this one way. And the thing that the like zone of pure terror that I first experienced in that ride was us pulling up to a stop sign and them doing the thing that everyone around here does. And I don't get it. You know, so this comic, it shows there's a white line, which is where you're supposed to stop. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I learned that the front of your car is supposed to stop before the white line. Often it'll be like your front wheels are on the line type deal. Mm-hmm. Everyone around here, freaking, they drive until their back of their car is across the line. It's like they're trying to win a race. And like they got to get all the way through the line before they've won. And so we pull up to the first stop sign and... And she pulls all the way through it. I, I swear to God, I thought she was just going to pull right into the, like, the crossing traffic that was driving. See, there are kind of two things about that. One, I'm sure, is just a general FU to pedestrians. The other is, like, I, I typically have the courtesy to stop where I'm supposed to. But if I'm at a stop sign with cross traffic or I'm taking a right... Like, I'll stop there just because it's the law, and then I'll immediately pull up so that I can actually see anything. Yeah. Because if you stop where you're quote-unquote supposed to, and there's cross traffic that doesn't have a stop sign, you will die if you try and just guess, you know? Like, you have to do that, and odds are it's just over time or just when they were taught by their parents or whoever, they just did it that way because it's like, you know— if there's a pedestrian, yeah, stop, but otherwise just make sure that you can see. But it's wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but a lot of people do things that are wrong when they drive. That's nothing new. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like a it's a weird thing that I've noticed around here is that like no one stops at the line, it feels like. Hmm. Or a lot of people don't. Um and in that instance I, I legitimately thought she was just gonna drive. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that, like, oh, no, she's going to stop just, like, way later, like, multiple car lengths later than I was expecting. Um, And so, I don't know. I guess I empathize Mm -hmm. with it somewhat, if that makes sense. I don't know. know. This one just really hit me. Like, this is my experience through and through with certain people. And even if I trust them immensely, like, I'll be driving with Aaron and I'll have this reaction. Like, I've driven, like... I've driven around with Aaron so many times for, you know, miles upon miles of driving. And that doesn't mean that there will be times when, say, like, we're sitting in traffic. And I see the person in front of us. I see their brake lights go on. And I have a mental, like, in my mind, I know exactly. If I were driving her car, I know when I would be braking. And she is not braking right now. And I tense up immediately. (laughs) And it's like a mental countdown of, like, there's approximately three quarters of a second before I'm going to start telling her to brake. And most of the time, she hits it. Like, and she starts braking before I feel the need to say anything. And I can just relax a little bit but i don't know it's just like do you often will you say something if i think that she's not gonna stop yeah (laughs) because it's better to be safe than sorry yeah and like i get that from my mom my mom was the same (laughs) but she has a much higher threshold or a much lower threshold i guess for saying something yeah sorry i'm i'm not laughing at you i'm laughing at myself um the story that i told about the co-worker who i was riding in their car on the way to lunch Mm-hmm. And they stopped in front of the white line. As they were crossing the white line, <laughs> I yelled out something to the effect of, Dear God, stop! <laughs> <laughs> and this is like someone that 
I haven't worked with them for more than like a couple months at this point. That's awesome. And I looked like a total ninny. And it was just like, oh. <laughs> uh... I've definitely never done that. It's mostly just, uh, you know, you say their name. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's typically my reaction. But the internals are probably at that level. <laughs> and like, thankfully, I'm like a chill enough person that I was able to like play it off like, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I was just giving you a hard time for not stopping where you're supposed to. I thought I was going to die. Ha, ha, ha. But, like, in the moment where I said it, I was, I legitimately was like, oh, my God, this person's about to just, like, drive out and get T-boned at, like, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Or by a car going, like, 50 miles an hour. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah. It's just, driving's weird. It's It's, like, for the most part, I mean, I haven't really driven much around Chicago other than, like, one small area. But I haven't actually noticed that big of a difference between places. Like, the only real difference in California is things are faster. Mm -hmm. The freeways are much bigger. Like, instead of, you know, like, I think, you know, you think about driving to, like, you're driving on like 494 to 394, and then you need to go like downtown. Mm-hmm. And at most, you need to get over three lanes of traffic to get in the you know backed up lane to get to downtown. Yeah. The only difference is that here it's about twice as many lanes to do that. <laughs> yep. You know, so. But I don't know. Like, I guess you have to be a bit more aggressive, but. Be aggressive. Be be aggressive. Yeah, that. <laughs> you were so unimpressed by that and i loved it well i don't know i don't even remember where that's from like i recognize it as a it's thing. like a chant from like sporting events like basketball games oh, in particular okay well i don't go to basketball games well i don't either but i thought you would know i don't know <laughs> like You're i said it sounds like it sounds like a thing i just don't know it, it. sounds cheesy like I don't know. I'm just more familiar with, like, you know, parents sitting on the sideline of a baseball game. And Shouting, you never, you don't That's chan- a strike, umpire! You don't, you don't chant at baseball games. You just make commentary, loud yeah. commentary. And just curse Whether at the umpire. It, well, no, it's not even that. Like, most of the parents that I've ever had on my team were always great. They would just say inane stuff that doesn't help the situation. You know, just yeah. like, all right, all right, just ducks on a pond, just get a hit, get a hit, drives and run. <laughs> just like, yeah, just yeah. all the normal chitter chatter that just doesn't help. You know, <laughs> yeah, you got a like, man on base, you got a man on base. Yeah, or just wait, I like didn't know I had a man on base. Yeah, or you're pitching, and it's like, that's all right, just calm down and just throw strikes. And it's like, oh yeah, now that you put it that way, I didn't realize that's what I had to do. Thanks for the advice. Wait, <laughs> pitchers are supposed to throw strikes. I was trying to throw balls. Ugh, yeah. So, that's what I'm used to. I'm not... I was never big on the whole chant thing. Yeah. I think they always come off as cheesy, even... Oh, well, of course they do. <laughs> even if they're genuine. Yeah. The one thing that I've never experienced about, like, sporting event stuff is the, like, football... Not American football. The, like... The football, like, songs, like, mocking songs that apparently they have. I don't know. Have you ever heard of this? Am I just talking now? Are you just talking about, like, like European soccer fans being mean? 
Yeah, European soccer fans, but like, like they turn them into songs. They're not even chants. Oh yeah, I mean they have, yeah, they have quite a. I mean, all all across. I know that, like, I've heard about it in just like England specifically, and I know that it exists yeah. in other places. I'm just because I speak English, have been able to appreciate <laughs> the various English ones that I have become aware of on the internet. I just think that's amazing, and I want to experience it firsthand sometime because it yeah. sounds hilarious. Yeah. Well, I was just watching uh, before we were recording. I was watching Australian rules football. Or I wasn't watching mm-hmm. it. I was I was looking up the rules and watching YouTube videos describing it. And that is a weird sport. <laughs> really? It's I... like they play it on a circular field whose diameter is longer than a soccer field. And you can have the each team can have twenty two players, eighteen are on the field at a time, and there's four subs. What? And you play four twenty minute quarters. And the only way to score is by kicking the ball, which is essentially a rugby ball, through uprights, but they don't have a top bar. It's just uprights just that come out of the ground. And you just need to kick them through there. This and sounds then, so fascinating. Unlike rugby, where you can only like throw behind you, you can't throw the ball at all. You have to like punch it with your hand. What the heck? Or you can kick it to your teammates. <laughs> oh, this sounds so fascinating. Like, look it up. It's rugby, but even more brutal, I would say. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So now I really want to start watching it. But yeah, it was it was super interesting. Uh, and just like the like the fan base surrounding it, it was super cool. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, shall we move on? I think that's a good idea. I think this might be one of the first episodes in a while where we've given the second comic more than about nine minutes. <laughs> I know, and I was kind of planning on us only giving it like nine minutes, but that's fine. We'll yeah, roll we'll with it. it out. We'll figure it out. It'll turn into something. Okay, we have The Buckets by Greg Cravens. And we have an enthusiastic younger brother uh, on the couch with some, I don't know, mom, sister, babysitter, who knows? I don't really know. Uh, And the young boy is saying, let's pretend the floor is lava and we can't walk on it. And the girl says, okay. And then... (laughs) The young boy is encroaching on the uh, end table near the sofa, and he says, You're supposed to crawl on the furniture, trying to get out of the room without touching the floor. And the girl says, The teenager version is different. You have to stay on the couch, and no one can cross the lava to get to you to do anything. Like K Mark. Cl- classic angsty teen comic. Yeah. So I first have I need to admit something to you. I okay. didn't tell the full truth when I was explaining why I was so late. Oh what a surprise. Um <laughs> part of the lateness involved my comic. Not finding my comic. I found my comic before the time we agreed the like I guess the delayed time we agreed to record on, but the like 10 extra minutes that I was late was me saying, hey, 
I should play the floor is lava and try to get over to my table to where I record while playing the floor is lava. And I struggled with it for a real long time until I gave up and just walked over. Despite all the stuff in your apartment? Yeah, but my st- I was on kind of an island and it was a real struggle to figure out how to get out. Because I didn't want to like cheat and like throw a blanket on the ground and run across it. Well, of course. Like, I wanted to be legit with this. Mm-hmm. And like I've got some I got some like mad like flexibility and <laughs> body control and stuff from learning how to rock climb a little bit, but like I don't got anything close enough to my couch to do it on <laughs> So it was just like me kind of standing on my couch trying to game plan how to get off my couch and then failing a couple times really badly and probably making my neighbors think that someone was dying in my apartment to that like fell to the ground with a loud thud that young man upstairs must have gotten a very large cat yeah (laughs) so huh um that's my first admission here okay i okay first admission means there's gonna be more which there aren't gonna be anymore that's the only one what does it mean that it it's it It implies generally implies it but it doesn't it doesn't mean it it doesn't logically imply it but so so trying to do this, Mark, it made me kind of notice that although the floor is lava, is like it's still a fun game and a fun activity. When I was a kid, I remember it being way more fun. I don't know. Well, um, I have two thoughts on that. Okay, just tell your thoughts. I didn't even ask you a freaking question, but that's fine. I'm just gonna you can keep sit talking. Here I just said, Mark I just show. stated. No, I have no, two Mark, Mark, you go ahead. You go ahead. It's your show. You you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Well, now I feel bad. It's but fun. I don't care. You can't make me feel bad. I'm going to keep doing what I want. <laughs> Classic. Uh, is that I assume you probably had a bit more furniture at the ready when you were younger. And also, yep. the only time that I ever played The Floor is Lava is playing Lava Tag on a playground. Yeah. So. That was, that was the key that I, I was say. kind of settling on, is that... When I played as a child, there were definitely others involved, and it's slightly less fun on your. It's still fun on your own, but it's slightly less a, fun on your own. I also, have a slightly heck of a less, time. slightly less fun when you're the one who has to purchase the replacement light bulbs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I might have knocked over my lamp, <laughs> and it was one of those expensive, like three-way light bulbs too. Yeah. There was definitely a shout of "Oh no!" <laughs> that I'm sure my downstairs neighbors also probably heard. Probably heard it again right now. <laughs> yeah, that one probably slipped my lamp. microphone. I should have leaned back on that one. Sorry. That's okay. See, I have a lot of trouble playing games like that in my apartment, seeing as I have very little furniture. Yeah. Not only could I not leave my bed. If I did manage to leave my bed, I wouldn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> I'd just be stuck in your room forever. I would be. I'd have to climb out the window. You have to gnaw off your arm. Just like 127 <laughs> hours style, except for for no reason. Well, luckily I do have a bag of trail mix here. Okay, so you could survive for like an extra day maybe. You can fast for a while. I die I said of dehydration first. <laughs> I said extra day, okay? I know. 
I didn't imply that you would only survive for a day. I believe in you more than that. Oh, thanks. Um, I don't know. Well, how about this then? Okay, did you have any other follow-up conversation? Because this wasn't even nine minutes. (laughs) No, Mark, just go ahead. Go ahead with whatever you want to talk about. This is your show now. I'm asking you if you had any follow-up. Mark. No, it's fine, Mark. You have something you want to talk about? Please tell me. No, I didn't say that. I asked you. Just go, Mark. It's okay. I love talking about whatever you want to talk about. I asked you if you had any follow-up. I'm having so much fun with this. Come on, Mark. No, just go ahead. I'm having so much fun. I know this isn't great content, but this is so fun. It's only 8.30 my time, and I'm already, like, getting loopy. This is later than I'm used to doing this. I'm so loopy right now, Mark. (laughs) Okay. So, actually, though, did you have any other follow-up? Because, as I said, even with this laughter, we haven't been going nine minutes on this comic. (laughs) Honestly, I had, like, a follow-up question or two, but... They weren't very good. So if you have any better, I- if you oh, have just, any ideas, no, let's roll with them. Shoot. I was gonna say, like, what games do you remember playing as a kid that you haven't played like since you were a child? If it makes you feel better, that was gonna be my question. <gasps> it does make me feel better. I feel smart. Do 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 do. I was almost gonna do the do 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 with you, but I figured I'd let you have it. Yay. Um, man, games that I used to play. There's a whole lot. Um, the obvious neighborhood games, like Capture the Flag. Um. I feel like you're one of those kids who loved playing Capture the Flag. Well, I didn't like the group of people that we often had to play it with, but yes, I did enjoy it. Okay. But it's just because I grew up, I grew up playing it. Like, that was the easy game to get a lot of people to do. And I feel like you're pretty good at it. I was I was fine, but um, so like that Ghost in the Graveyard, other generic night games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were a big night game neighborhood for a few years. Mm. Um, when I got a bit older, beyond just like backyard baseball and football and stuff that we would play, we would play ball tag, mm-hmm. which amounted to four of there were four of us who would play this game. And we had, I think, a four house, uh, four houses in a row that we would play in front yard and backyard, with pretty substantial backyards. So I'd say we were playing on, I don't know, it probably more than the length of a soccer field. Um, but then with the obstacles of houses and stuff, mm-hmm. you just play with a tennis ball and you just try and pelt each other with it. <laughs> Like that was basically that was the game. It was just try and chase someone down until you can hit them with a tennis ball, and then they're it. Yeah, classic. Rinse and game. repeat. <laughs> just help people with tennis balls. Keep so much fun. Keep it simple, man. I Honestly. mean, our version of baseball was the same. We only needed three people to play. You'd have one person pitching, one person batting, and one person in the outfield, and then it was just play with a tennis ball. And if you got hit while running between bases, then you were out. <laughs> nice. And you'd play until you were out. With yeah. ghost runners and stuff. <laughs> so. Uh, classic. Yeah, I don't know. That that was mostly it. There are also games that we would play. 
I'm not sure if I've told the story, but games that we would play in uh, my basement, we had a version of baseball that we played in my basement. That was a rough game, because um, oh, my basement yeah. what had like a, it had a open area. Like when you came down the staircase, there was an open area to your left, and on your right was a skinny hallway, and the staircase was like the sort of center of everything, mm-hmm. and it all connected like it was one loop. Okay. But uh, so the baseball amounted to home plate was in the home plate and first base were in the big open area. Second base was near the entrance to my dad's office, and then home base was down the skinny hall, or third base was down the skinny hallway at the end of it. Mm. Um, so that was a weird game. And we'd play dodgeball in my basement sometimes. Dear Lord, were there any windows in your basement? No, it, was, it was a basement. At least by the time you ended up being a kid? It was a basement. There no windows. Like... Some people have windows in their basement, like the... Well, I guess we had a window well in the office. Yeah, in the one. office, though. I couldn't remember what it was called, but that's yeah. what I was thinking of. The main area didn't have any windows at all, but that, okay. doesn't, that didn't preclude me from putting two holes in the wall with my knee. I was sure there was going to be holes in something. <laughs> but it only happened if it wasn't twice. windows, it was going to be walls, but I one, thought I would it, start with windows. One of, the wall, one of the holes happened from dodgeball. I was dodging. And I spun around and put my knee through the drywall. I think that was actually the second one. Because the first one was much more egregious. Oh, no. <laughs> because, so, what Did happened... You run through a wall? Well, no. It was still a knee through the wall. Okay. And it's not even how it happened. That's the problem. I'll tell you how it happened. We were playing football in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> or more like, more like, uh, you know, like you're trying to emulate top ten plays. Yeah. So you'd trade turns, one person would throw the ball, and then you would dive and catch it off of an air mattress. Oh. Right? That's fun. Until I bounced off the air mattress and rolled and put my knee through the wall. Yep. (laughs) Uh, It didn't hurt. Like, neither of these times hurt. It just happened. Uh, But the issue... Yeah, it didn't hurt you. You never asked the wall how it felt. The issue with the first one (laughs) is that my dad had put up... (laughs) <laughs> a map of the world on one <laughs> wall of the basement. <laughs> Did you put your knee through the I put my knee through that map. <laughs> where? What country? Well, it, you, know, you think of a map and where a like seventh grader is, a falling seventh grader is likely to put it through. It was somewhere in the Pacific Ocean. Okay, I was going to say, it's either but like... But it definitely hit some sort of land mass as well because it was a non-trivial task for my dad to repair it. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, I definitely so felt good. bad because the second hole through the wall definitely happened before the first one was even fixed. <laughs> yeah. And so I was much more sheepish about that second one. Yep. Uh, oh. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I definitely had a lot of fun in middle school and the first year and a half of high school screwing around with friends and doing a whole bunch of different stuff. Like, we were very good at making up games and entertaining ourselves in normally not too destructive of ways yeah <laughs> there was one time where we thought that we would try dialing nine one 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 one. Oh no and then we realized with horror as it started to ring so being dumb middle schoolers we hung up 
I thought just went about our business. Like, oh, we didn't know, no. you know, we just went and played soccer or whatever. <laughs> and then we, I went home. And my dad's like, hey, did you call 911? And I'm like, I don't think so. Cause I'd forgotten by that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, let's check. And sure enough, you know, it's on the caller ID that I, that someone had done it. And so then I admit it. And he was like, yeah, well, just next time, like the cop showed up because <laughs> uh... it, was on a, it was on a home phone, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Oh, that's Childhood. excellent. What about you? How'd you entertain yourself, Grant? I don't know. I did things, and there's a lot of imagination in <laughs> my childhood, you? I think. No? What? You you say no like you doubt that or something. Well, what did you say? There's a lot of imagination in my childhood. Oh, oh, I thought you said there wasn't. Oh, no, there was. Okay. I well, feel then. like... There were a lot of things that I did that were very much, like, in my own head and, like, all in my imagination that, like, sound really weird to, like, say out loud. Like, That's okay. spending hours, like, pretending to... I I don't even know what anymore. Like, it's far enough ago, like, pretending hours to, like, survive in the wilderness, but really it's in, like, the grove of trees, like, on the edge of my backyard. Yeah, I can I can understand that. I would spend and like doing that for like days on end of like just being just like building a shelter and like building a bed in your shelter and like spending a whole week doing this. Mm. Um, I feel like I really want to ask my parents now that I'm grown up. Like, did they think I was a really weird kid? Because looking back on it, like I feel like I did things that were like kind of red flags at times. Yeah. Like, I played outside, which I feel like is a good thing. It's a good thing. I think kids nowadays don't do enough. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like I played outside a lot, like, by myself. Well, like, I mean, I I don't think that's... I mean, I did the same. Like, yes, I talk about, like, during the summer, especially once I had a cell phone and it was possible to connect with people more easily in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I did a lot of that. But early middle school, um, it was a lot of, like... I remember in seventh grade, I was in a big pro wrestling phase. No way. Yeah, I was very into pro wrestling for about a calendar year in seventh grade. And so that would take up a lot of my time, like, you know, pretending to be a wrestler. I would not have expected that at all. That is the best thing I've ever learned about you, Mark. I don't know. I liked all, I mean, I liked all that sort of just random stuff when I was a kid. That's awesome. Um, and then on the heels of that was getting into Avatar. <laughs> that that was a nice that was a nice imaginative trip to have. Uh, yeah, to just like screw around, and, like pretend you're you know a X bender. Mm-hmm. Like that was an easy way to sp- to kill a lot of time in the basement alone without causing any damage. <laughs> <laughs> Drywall bender, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. the hole's fixed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. There's definitely nothing wrong with that. I, like I said, I was very much the same, mm-hmm. just with different interests. I think it'd be really interesting to actually. Now that I'm thinking about this, next time I'm like with my parents in person, I'm definitely going to ask them about like what did they think of like the activities I occupied myself with as a child, like. What do they think I spent the most time as a child doing? Because I feel like my perception of it might be different than reality. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 
when I ask my parents about this in, I don't know, I don't know when I'm going to see them next, so it'll be a couple months probably, but I'll try to remember to report on it because I'm curious about this and because I'm curious about it, you're going to get to hear about it. You know what I just found? What? Uh, I found my YouTube channel from 11 years ago. Oh, God. You've definitely showed me this before, I think. With a t- total of 15 videos. Yes. It's got a like classic middle school boy name too, doesn't it? Uh it doesn't have like a particular name. It's just like one of those like random usernames. Oh, is it? Maybe you yeah. haven't shown me this. Okay. I'd be surprised if I had. Somebody showed me their YouTube channel. If you had asked me yesterday what it's even called, I probably wouldn't have been able to remember, but it just kind of popped into my head. Most of you videoed 159 views. Dang. Ain't even bad. (laughs) That's triple digit views, bro. You should get monetized. Mm.